Hello, my name is Darshan McAway. And I'm Stephanie. And this is Accepting What Is. And we're actually trying to debate whether anyone's going to listen to this podcast based off the title and the premise of what it's about. So the foundation of Accepting What Is is about, it's actually saying what it is. Like you have to accept what is and the current circumstances in your life. I feel like people are going to try to debate it. What do you think? Um, I think you're going to have a mixed group of, yeah, yeah, I agree, and then you're going to have those that don't agree. Um, the ones that are going to agree are going to say what? They'll probably have opinions like, yeah, that makes sense, I understand, This is I, I can relate to this because this happened to me that way, and this is how I had to accept it. There's no debate on it. They agree with whatever the topic is saying. And, and the opposing side is going to say what? They're going to probably share their take on how whatever situation it was, how it happened for them. And how, if it was a negative outcome, how they didn't appreciate it and how they just don't want to stand for it. Right. So I was thinking that people are going to debate it based off the fact of, you don't have to accept what is because people can go out and protest. Then I started thinking the people who do protest, they do end up seeing change. But it also seems and it also feels like some of the change never happens, especially with black people. It's like I've seen the change, but it's, it still feels like the African-American slash black people on the planet. It seems like nothing has changed for us. Well, I don't know how you could say that. I don't know, because it feels like things are still going the same way. How? See, this is me not accepting your statement. How do you feel like things are still going the same way? Well, okay, for one thing, and you should know this, our credit scores. They what? still they still have a, a, a like, a, the, the system, well not, the government system, banking system, financial system, still has an alert on every black person in America. And that hasn't changed. But how does the government affect your credit score? They know. You, they don't affect it. They're not accepting whether you have a high, one, a high one or a low one. You still don't have the same benefits as some other people in the world. That's the thing that trips me out. We still don't have the same benefits. You like can't everybody. say that because, it, okay, you take the example of the credit score. You can't say that that affects your benefits because you as yourself, individual, you are in charge of your own credit now if you go and mess it up that's why it's low if you keep it up that's why it's high that's why you gain benefits and that's why you don't have access to certain benefits i think that has to do with the individual themselves well i hope you're right because i'm trying to figure it out and i know that we're supposed to just be talking about our podcast but i'm also thinking like when people are listening to this how do we keep their attention uh, what do we keep their attention about? And I feel like people are not going to just understand the foundation of accepting what is. It's like, because sometimes you don't want to accept what is. You don't want to accept that, um, like, uh, some people in your family are just never going to get where they're going to get to. And you feel, you feel, you feel sad for them because they like keep on running in the same circle. But you also know that if you think positive about them, that maybe eventually they will. 
So I think accepting what is kind of goes like a good and an evil. Okay, well, that makes sense. I mean. But the reason why I want this to be so important is because we're parents and we, we have a daughter and we have to like teach her. We have to teach her things that we don't want her to know and teach her things that like something she may not want to accept. I think life is hard. I think life is hard. Like, no one's making it hard on me intentionally. I think being out here in the world is a hard thing to do because other people can make it hard for you. Mm-hmm. And at first, I didn't want to believe that. But other people can make it hard for you. And here's an example. Let's say you go to Wendy's and it says they're hiring. And you walk in, you're dressed professional, male or female. It doesn't matter who you are or what color. And they have 15 positions open. That hiring manager can see you and you can say hey are you guys still hiring and that person can say no they just made it hard for you for no reason and that's what I've experienced throughout my entire life people doing stuff intentionally for no reason at all they have their reason but to me it's no reason towards me and we have but to teach you don't our know it. you don't know their re- if their reason is, is, is no reason for you. you I don't think you can say that unless well, you ask like, wh- what did I do? Is there something I did that made you not want to hire me? Right. Then whatever their response is, that's what it is. And then that's when you have to accept it. Because they didn't say, well, I don't know. If someone gives you an answer, that's what it is. I think that's the geniusness of a parent. I think parents and people, but parents for sure are geniuses when it comes to teaching their kids. Because you have to teach your kids to think all different types of ways when it comes to dealing with people in the world and uh here's another big thing um and we'll get to this probably on another podcast or maybe in this podcast but we had a uh, a book fair yesterday and on february the 26 2018 and it was a black history month book fair and there were some caucasian slash white people there and they were saying some things to not be disrespectful in labeling the black people there like their 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 articulation and conversation was totally different than i had it had expected it wasn't like they were really respecting us it was like i'm trying to figure out what the lady said to me exactly but it was like she still was letting me know that i was black and i said you know what i gotta i gotta go back to the drawing board with anaya and i'm gonna have to teach her that people are going to try to talk to you not to belittle you, but kind of demeaning in a little bit, a little way. And I know you asked me earlier, like, what did she say? But I couldn't think of the word that she said. If she didn't use African-American, she didn't use black. She said, like, there are white parents now that are teaching their kids to be more uh, uh, cu- culturally conscious. And she was like, and I said, what do you mean? She said, oh, they're having their kids read black books. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess. And see, that part of life trips me out because I can think of some best-selling black authors off the top of my head, but I, the thing that hurts me the most is I can think of uh, other races that we, and you too, you can think of more uh, people outside of your race that are best-selling authors. Yeah. And, and, and it makes me feel like, why does it have to be that way? And, it, and, it, I, and I'm thinking about this podcast, and I'm like, I have to accept what is. The change is going to come, 
but I'm accepting what is right now. I guess that's what it is. You're accepting what it is in the present moment, but you're going to make plans to change it. Or change will come. Or change won't come. It's not everything that needs a change. It's the sky is blue. Why is it blue? Because it's blue. And, and, And you can't change it. There's some things that you can make a change for, and then there's some things that you just have to take it for what it is. Hmm. So, do you want to talk about an issue that's very sensitive to you, that I keep on getting on your nerves about? The Orlando incident? We don't have to say no names, but I would like for that to be an example and you can you can you might as well show your attitude and come off with it. So let me let me give everybody the story, the back end story of it. So my wife, you know, she's she's two people at times. And what I mean by that is this. She's a good friend sometimes and she's a lazy friend. Sometimes I feel like the lazy side of her comes out. And this is a to me it's a lazy moment. So she has a friend that's going through some relationship woes and her friend calls her and says hey I'm getting engaged and I want to talk to you about a few things right and then a couple weeks later the friend calls back and say I'm not for sure I want to get married to this person because this person did X Y and Z towards me and I don't think it's going to work out so my wife tells me that part of the conversation I'm like yeah I don't think it's going to work out for them either then there were some text messages going on that were pretty disturbing. And I told my wife, I think you need to call the police on behalf of your friend because I think your friend needs you. And that is, from that point, her lazy side kicked in. Listen, I wouldn't call it a lazy side. It was, it's more of, a, okay, what do I do? Because if I make a, a decision, it affects my friend. And then it also affects me. It's like I don't know what will happen in the future if I do this. And so now I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. So in my mind, when I'm telling you to call the police, since you are emotionally attached to her, that's how you're thinking. In in my mind, I'm thinking, listen, call the police. Tell them the scenario. Tell them the situation. Build them up on it. Keep yourself anonymous. And then maybe they'll help her out. But to those of you who are listening... She's looking at if she calls the police, she's going to put her friend in danger. I feel like if you don't call the police, you still put her in danger. So either way it go, you're like in a lose-lose situation. And that's why I say I'm stuck. Right. But see, I think now you are you have accepted what is in that present moment. And I think this is a part of where your change needs to come in and say, okay, what's the right thing to do? Mm-hmm. Because what, what are we teaching our daughter? What's right and what's wrong? And how to be fair. So... I, I I pray that my wife will pick up the courage to do so. Um, if anybody else is going through a situation like that where, you know, your friend or your family member or your coworkers is having some relationship problems and you don't really want to intervene, you know, talk to your significant other, your spouse, and see what to do. And I know a lot of times calling the police isn't the thing to do because it seems like you're being a tattletale or a snitch. Well, I don't think that's... Just think about you could be saving somebody's life or just like you're saying, you could be in danger in your life. So it's really a, it's a it's like a bad toss up. Yes, exactly. It's a bad toss up. So uh, if anybody, if you're listening, 
Well, we would love to hear your comments about it. Um, what do you feel that we should do? Or what do you feel like, what would you do in that situation? Um, and how are you accepting what is in your life? Like, give us some examples of some things that you're accepting and some things that you don't want to accept. My name is Darshawn McAway. And I'm Stephanie. And this is our podcast, Accepting What Is.